Good time of the day and welcome to the final episode of And When I Say I Mean, I am your co-host Adrian. And I'm your co-host Austin. And we also want to welcome some very special guests. Um, If you didn't know and you're listening to this podcast, we're both engaged. And so we both have our fiancés on. Um, So I'll let them introduce themselves. Hi, everybody. I'm Amelia. um, And you've probably heard about me a little bit before. And I'm Becca from Summersworth, the Kanye West fan. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Welcome. Welcome. So, Austin, you said you didn't have anything exciting happen this week, or did you think of anything? Um, I mean, I went to a book sale, but that's pretty typical. Uh, mm-hmm. I went to a barbecue restaurant near uh, here with Amelia's dad. Um, what else did I do? What do we do Sunday? We talked to your parents. We talked to my parents. <laughs> uh, we did other things, surely. Oh, yeah, we hung out with Bishop Dan. <laughs> That's right. We made soda nice. bread and hung yeah. out with Bishop Dan. Okay. So that was my week, I, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't really know what I did this week either. This week has been kind of just like a blur and like a wrapped up of confusion of like what day it is because mm. <laughs> we're leaving for our Thanksgiving long travels on Saturday. So this week has been just kind of like preparing and trying to make sure I have everything done before that. Um, we played trivia. On Tuesday we did trivia. Nice. We did bar trivia. Um, it was about it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which I have never How seen a that single episode. Go? Of. Um, but Evan was helpful, and Becca's work friends were really good. They actually won. So. Nice. I th- actually every single time we've done bar trivia somebody has either got first or second place so it's pretty impressive and then wednesday we had like community group friends giving type thing which was also just kind of like i have no idea if this food's going to be any good but we have thanksgiving type meals i did learn something very interesting actually what so are you are you familiar with cranberry sauce i am so cranberry sauce comes in a can, yeah. and the label is put on the can upside down so that you open the can so that the air pocket allows you to help get the cranberry sauce out of the can. Okay. I, I was so confused by this. I was like looking at the can. I was like, this can's upside down. What is going on here? Turns out it was designed that way. I've always wondered that about cans oh. of cranberry Wait, sauce. Wait, hold on. How are cans upside down? They're, it's the rounded the on label. the top. And yeah. like the, the part that you'd use the can opener is on, always on the bottom. Oh, why aren't they like normal cans where there's they're, I, they're invertible? What, what do you need an air pocket for? So that the, the gelatinous cranberry jelly jam sauce comes out. So why, why is it a thing that people just splat the whole log of cranberry sauce out at once hot take it's delicious why can't well, yeah but why can't you just scoop it out of a can because they slice it <laughs> it's not as it's not served as well if you mm. just scoop it out of the can. wait Aesthetics. what how are you supposed to serve it you slice it and then you put it on your plate <laughs> how do you eat it then then you put it on your fork or <laughs> smoosh it around. So, but if, <laughs> why not just start that way? And it has to look pretty for presentation, obviously. But you you need a whole different can then. 
What do you mean? If you need a can with rounded things just for cranberry sauce, like, why? What? It's, a, it's like a normal can. Someone just said it was rounded. No, so you know, like, like our cans. Yes. The bottom is always rounded as opposed to the top, which has that edge that you use the can opener to go around to open it. And that's, like, how they stack. I need to look at the bottom of more cans, I guess. <laughs> not, <Okay>. not really. <laughs> um, I did find out that it used to be that the cans, like, had, like, the pull tabs. And, like, you could pull open the tabs on both sides. That's how cranberry sauce used to be. Hmm. Who told you all of this? We go- Googled. Google told us all of this. <laughs> um, I I I found a a hard copy of Normal People, uh, so now I can take it to the beach three months ago and be really basic. I don't know what that book is. I forget what it is. Normal People is the book by Sally Rooney that you read this summer to make it look like you read books. I thought. You weren't saying a general you. I thought you were saying you, you, as in me. And I was like, I did not read this book. No, no. The <laughs> royal you, is that a thing? I don't know. We're in America. That, not in this that context. One, one, that one reads. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else I did this week. I made a PowerPoint a lot. What does that mean? Um, I would make a PowerPoint and then redo it and then submit it and then redo it ad infinitum. Is that the correct pronunciation of that word? Ad infinitum? There's an N. What was the PowerPoint about? This this doesn't matter. <laughs> it's it's um it's for my thesis proposal. Nice. Nice. So is it ready? Like are you ready to propose your thesis? Yes, I. You gonna get on one knee? What? When you propose your thesis, you gonna get on one knee? Uh, I wasn't planning to. <laughs> you um, you practiced, so you know yeah, how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I've never been in the closed door, questioning part of the thesis proposal. So maybe that's that's when it's supposed to happen. Maybe you have to do a song and dance routine. Yeah. We just don't know. Um, but yeah, no, I feel, I feel good about the presentation. Everything seems more casual than I expect or want it to feel though. Um, so that's been disconcerting. Hmm. Do you feel like you're going to be too, like, way overdressed? I don't know. What do you mean by casual? Like, I, 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 I sent my 75-page document to my advisor for feedback. And he was just like, oh, this seems pretty good. And, like, normally when I send anything to him, he's like, this looks okay. I want you to redo it. Like, entirely. And so that's kind of what I was expecting from this thesis proposal. I send it to him, and he's like, no, oh, this seems pretty good. Just make a couple changes. And so I made the changes, and I texted him the day I was sending it out. I was like, hey, I made those changes. Do you want to look at it? He's like, nah, send it, exclamation point. So Did he send, like, a meme, too? No, no. It just feels like that's the type of feel that yeah. we're going for here. 
Right, <laughs> right. It, which is strange to me that it's it's not what I expected at all. Um, and so that that like cognitive dissonance is um, causing anxiety. Did you do anything fun this weekend or this week, Becca? I honestly can't remember, which <laughs> I hate because usually I just sit there judging you for not being able to run. <laughs> now you're here and, and you here know. I you am, can. and I'm like, we babysat the kids for the last time. That's true. We had oh. we, did, mm. we did our VeggieTales thing for the last nice. time. Nice. Did you watch the big old fib again? No. <laughs> what did we Got watch? to change it up. <laughs> we, we watched a couple new ones, or at least one new one. I can't remember. We watched um, The Toy That Saved Christmas, which yes. I've oh, been secretly wanting classic. to watch this entire time and finally just like forced them to watch it this last time. Although Yay, we didn't get to watch the end of it. And then we watched we watched another one before that one. I know. I can't. Was I it Moses? Remember. No, we've already seen it. It wasn't Moses. We've seen Moses Oh, we times. watched um, Junior and he's David. David and Goliath. <laughs> David and the Big Pickle. Mm. Yeah, that was a classic. And then we got a gift card to a, a restaurant just for watching the kids, so mm-hmm. worked out. What nice. what restaurant? Chapel in Maine. It's what, a local place. What do yeah. they serve? Um, they have like mostly like local farm to table, random New Hampshire type items. Nice. Which is just like random American food, but then they add like fun flair because people are bougie like that have you ever been yeah, did you, I went with Daria. S- nice. did you say phlegm right fair what did you say phlegm fair no <laughs> no, no no fun flare <laughs> yeah. oh okay okay <laughs> yeah yeah close. so like so i was like i, I think that's just spitting fries. in your food <laughs> chili fries <laughs> that's, <Is> that a... <laughs> that's fun <laughs> uh, morgan loves it yeah. and they have really good cocktails so mm. yeah. Go. It wouldn't have been my nice. first choice, but you can't really choose what gift cards you get. <laughs> Fair. Um, do you guys know why cocktails are called cocktails? No. Nope. <laughs> no. Okay, I had never thought about it until this exact moment, and I'm like, none of those, none of the things that I'm putting together in my head seem right at all. So. Just exactly as you would imagine. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah, go to the entomology. Turns out entomology is the study of insects. <laughs> I'm not going to lie with you. I'm just skimming this and I'm gaining no information. Huh. Hmm. Well, anyway. Uh, Are welcome. you reading it at all, Becca? Yeah, I can't. Welcome okay. to the final episode. It's been a, It's been a good time. <laughs> Adrian, I heard you were facilitating this. Oh, yeah. So I thought that it would be a fun idea to have our fiancés on and ask these questions that – I don't know who came up with this. Was it the Wall Street Journal who was like <laughs> – No, it's based off psychology. Anyways, apparently Science. apparently there's these questions, 36 questions that people can ask each other to make them fall in love. I You can watch the YouTube videos on it. It's kind <laughs> of interesting actually. I'm guessing the the conversation really it's just like asking more deep and personal questions, which leads you to be vulnerable, which then like actually leads to deeper conversation, like connections, which is just like 
I mean, there's there's also one that's like stare into their eyes for five minutes, though. Yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. definitely that's not creepy. We're not going to stare into <laughs> each other's eyes. You can do that on your own time if you want. Okay. Um, Becca says, no, we're not going to do that on our own time. So a little upset about that. Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> We're just gonna we're just gonna go. I'm just gonna randomly pick some questions and we're gonna answer them. If you have any just random questions that you want to throw out there well, that aren't on this list, first off, I have an anecdote. Um, I so speaking of psychology, I was at uh, we were being fancy adults and eating dinner with another couple, um, and I completely forgot that the the guy in the couple was a professor of mechanical engineering and so i'm talking about working in an engineering group and i'm like it's weird working with engineers because engineers you know they're not scientists and then i realized oh shoot he's an engineer um nice but he was he was cool about it he knew he knows engineers aren't scientists so yeah that makes sense anyway that was the the end of the story yeah (laughs) all right sounds good do you want me to ask a question Yes. Okay. Um, I don't. I haven't pre-screened any of these questions, so um, we can pick one. Becca, if you see one, go ahead and, and tell me which one if you don't want to read it. How old is that shirt, by the way? Like 12 years? <laughs> this shirt I'm wearing, yeah. No, it's from middle school, so <laughs> probably closer to 15 years, yeah. if I'm being honest. Okay. Um, I question five. Question five. Because it's so weird. Okay, no, this is good. This is a good one. The question five is, what is the last song you sung to yourself? No, no, no that's not it. That's not it at all. Okay. When did you last sing to yourself or and or to someone else? Oh, just now. I was I was literally just say, singing. Um, what song did I just sing? Say something I'm giving up on you. Yes. Literally just now. To all of us. Yeah. I was singing Christmas music to myself in the car on my way home from work. Nice. <laughs> I don't sing to myself is what I've learned. Okay. I sing to my dog and my cat. Mm. What did you sing to them? I make up songs and sing them. Nice. That's good. Do you ever go back to the same song? I sang to myself was Get On Your Feet. Parks and Rec. Or whoever actually sings. And make it happen. Gloria Estefan. Yeah, it's so good. So that was the last time I sang. The last song I sang to myself. I don't know what the last song I sang to somebody else. Was it as ironic as the instance in Parks and Rec? No, it wasn't. That, that's seriously, I think, one of the funniest like moments that I've ever experienced in watching television. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Okay, next question. Again, you guys can come up with your own random questions if you want. So okay. Think of some, let me know. Yes, this one it's on it's on theme. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, okay, fine. The this question is Oh, I can't apparently I can't read. <laughs> For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Or I guess you could say thankful if you want to spin it and make it Thanksgiving me. Um, well, uh, I'm going to say Amelia, but that I I I don't know. It I I don't I also don't want to like imply that she's a thing um so i don't know i'm uncomfortable with this question okay okay 
uh, the thing that I am most grateful for, ex- so excluding people slash... It say thing. I may have misread the question. Oh, what does it say? Yeah. Question. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? I didn't hear what you said there. For what in your life do you feel the most grateful? Um. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to answer this question like I answered the... If you remember that viral... Name the 10 books that most influenced your life uh, on Facebook, probably circa 2011. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a, a, a unlisted first thing, which is God. But that's like, I don't know, that it's, it's like a completely different category of things, and so that's why... The Bible I listed as un like it was unlisted, then I listed ten. So the because it, it, it's so different. But after that, Amelia. There you go. Nice. <laughs> what about you? Me? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have to be me. I wasn't gonna pick you. That's okay. <laughs> um, I am grateful for you. I think. For what am I most grateful for? I'm going to, and maybe Austin, you're going to say this doesn't count, but I'm going to say grace. Um, I think not only grace from God, but grace from other people. And just in general, I think that's mm-hmm. what I'm most grateful for. There you go. I was uh, going to say community. So you do fall under that, okay. but really like the community of God and being in his family. And then my pets, and then you. (laughs) (laughs) I think... I think probably for me that I've been thinking a lot about is God's timing. Um, Because I... If I was in charge of my own life, I would not have ended up here on this couch with Austin, and that would have been far worse. (laughs) So definitely God's, God's timing in our lives men in my life and what he's brought into it that's good we can we understand that as well sometimes it takes a long time (laughs) (laughs) all right see any others that you like where are the weird ones the weird ones um if you if you had to um have one of your limbs be covered with scales. Uh, which would it be? It'd be my legs, and then I'd be a mermaid, and it would be great. <laughs> <laughs> does does it retain all of its functions? It just has scales instead of skin. Yeah. Oh, I take it all back. <laughs> I think my left arm. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say my left leg. I don't know. I. People see my legs less than my arms. I would want people to see my arm. If I had an arm that was scales. You'd look like a dragon. Yeah. (laughs) Like a half dragon. That's cool enough. You're like an (laughs) anti-trogdor. With the deep cut. Nice. Come up with a weird one. I'm going to Google them. Okay. I'm going to pick one of these. Ooh, okay, fine. Uh, Did you have one right now? I was going to 
talk about embarrassing moments. Okay, go for it. Oh, good heavens. Which is what's your embarrassing moment? <laughs> <laughs> what's your embarrassing moment? What's your most fun. embarrassing moment? Uh, I think so, yeah. Most okay. embarrassing. But, my, like, if you can't pick most, just pick a embarrassing yeah. moment. My most embarrassing moment, I was writing a paper. This is a, a private moment, so it wasn't, like, a huge spectacle of a thing. Uh, but I was writing a paper, at, and it was it was about conscientious objection in in World War One and Two. Uh, I can spell almost nothing, uh, and so I spelled conscientious wrong because I spelled with a T at the end uh, because shun is spelled with a T I O N. Um, so that ended up being wrong, and I I corrected it, but I corrected it to um contentious and then i just use co for the rest of the paper so i get this paper back and he's like do you really think it's this do you have any idea what you're talking about and i stare at this paper for forever i'm like what what do you what is go what's what and then like minutes go by and I've, I realize that it, it says contentious and not conscientious in the subtitle of this paper. And I'm like, oh, uh, those are those are some embarrassing mm. times. That reminds me of a time in high school when I was doing a presentation on Ireland and in the title of the PowerPoint, I spelled Ireland wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I spelled poem as poem for an entire presentation once. You were in that class. Yeah, that was the same class I think I spelled Ireland wrong. (laughs) Well done, guys. By the way, P-O-M-E is also a word. It is. What does it mean? It's the group of fruits including apples Ah, and pomegranates. That makes sense. Poems. Mm -hmm. Or P-O-E-M. It's poem, but the... The vowels are flipped. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have an embarrassing story they want to share? I honestly can't think of the one that I remembered the other day that is my most embarrassing moment. I can't remember it. I think so. I remember what one, was but it? I'm not sure if you want to tell. When I was talking to Bev on the phone, because we can't talk about no, that. No, <laughs> that wasn't what I was thinking. <laughs> Another time. It, it, maybe it's too personal. <laughs> I okay. don't know what it is. Okay, I'll tell you after. <laughs> Anyways, my story, I'm in eighth grade science class and sitting in Mrs. Stitt's class, and we just got brand new oh. science books, and we just had a brand new teacher. I may have told this on the podcast, actually. But anyways, uh, it's like August, and if you know me, you know that I sweat a lot. And so my hand is resting on the new textbook, and I go to raise my hand to answer the question. And Mrs. And Stitt sweat. is is like the strictest person in the world yeah we we this is her first year too so nobody knew anything about her we just thought she was mean and so i like lift my hand and the page sticks to my hand and just rips straight out of the brand new science book and i'm just standing there with my hand up the piece of paper just like sitting or hanging on my hand and i'm just like looking back and forth between the page and mrs stitt and the page and i'm just like I am so sorry. <laughs> and then she probably like pretended to be mad, but then wasn't actually mad in the end. So it was okay, but it was rather embarrassing. Mm. <laughs> What's your your earliest memory, according to Alfred Adler? This t- 
tells us important psychological details about you. Also, if you're in for if you're ever looking for an interesting time, read what Donald Trump says his three earliest memories are. If you believe out Al- if you didn't believe Alfred Adler, believe him then. I think my earliest memory I'm not sure. There's a there's several very early memories, but I remember when I was about two or three, we were living in our apartment in New York, and I just had a bath, and I was chasing the cat through the apartment, and I was very intent on chasing this cat. Um, but I also remember around the same time, walk like being in an elevator, and somehow ending up in the basement of our building, and being really scared, and having no idea how to get back to my house, our apartment, and how to get back to my parents. And the building janitor had to rescue me. That's that's terrifying. That is scary. It it was it was absolutely. How mad you may be too young to remember. How mad were your parents? I have no, I do not remember their reaction at all. <laughs> I weirdly didn't shock them. Apparently, I was a child that if I was not watched at all times would just like wander off, and I didn't understand what fear was until I was six. Uh, my earliest memory is probably falling out of a treehouse at, uh, Dave and Lois's. How old were you? I don't, I don't know. Maybe four. These are very traumatic. Yeah, four or five probably. Yeah. Wow. I, I think I was younger than five because I, I don't think I was in preschool at the time. And when I say preschool, I mean kindergarten. Um, but that, like... I don't remember any of the events before or after, but I remember the falling. Mm, nice. That's fair. That would be that would be scary. That was right before we went on that uh, that vacation with Mama and Papa with the iconic "I Beat" video. <laughs> the one where he kept beating you. Yeah. 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 Classic. Do you have an earliest memory? Just watching football with my brothers. Nice. <laughs> You the know. Dolphins? Obviously. Nice. I don't know if this memory is fabricated or is actually real, but I, one of my earliest memories, I think, is like driving from the Kiefer's up to the house that we were renting from them and like riding in the back of a trailer with a bunch of our like stuff because we're like moving in or something. Mm. Don't know if that, that memory is real or not. But. One of my earlier memories was I was I have no idea I lost you guys apparently but it was we were trying to go sledding and I was just wandering back and forth between our house and the Kiefer's trying to find everyone oh. <laughs> so this was also when I was four uh so I don't know which it, uh that one's probably later actually mm-hmm. another fun memory I don't know how old I was but for some reason we were in the woods and Anthony thought it was a good idea to, like, saw a tree branch yeah. off of yeah. the tree. And then, for some reason, I thought it was a good idea to stand right <laughs> under the branch. And so then the branch fell right on my oh, head. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't know why that happened. Uh, but. We were kids in the woods. Weird things happen. With saws. Huh. Yeah, not like chainsaws. Or just regular saws. Just, just reg- regular sharp pieces of metal. Mm. Um. Yeah. A memory that is not fabricated for me, the first time I met my roommate. No, the first time I saw my roommate, 
we were he was coming down the steps of my dorm. I was going up the steps of my dorm, and I knew he was my roommate, but I said nothing. That's the first time I saw him. That seems quite classic. And, and, and so my dad was was telling me that people always fabricate their memories of their roommates to to imagine it in a in a brighter vision. So I I've, I've made it my 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 goal to not fabricate this memory. And so I have to keep it in this pristine terrible state. What other questions? Yeah. Um Yeah. 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 All right. So my question is, what was it? I just had it. And now it's gone. Oh, if you could make any scent into a candle scent, what would you choose? The ocean. And why, if you want? Mm. No. So I stand by it. The ocean. Um, because I grew up uh, going to York, Maine every summer. Um, and it was just like I loved everything about it and I loved the ocean and being able to capture all of those memories in a candle would be pretty fantastic nice they don't really have good ones that smell like new books mm. their, their, their candles are off the new book candles are trash they do exist though yeah but they're not good so I think a I'd good like, one yeah a solid one good new book which you shouldn't shouldn't be hard. You can burn books; they're cheaper. So like these things. You can't really burn hard. books. That's evil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, it's physically possible to burn a book. But then it wouldn't smell it like evil. new books anymore. It would smell like burning books. That's true. I just want. New I knocked books. a candle over today. You you've been very traumatized about that. Yeah. Did you start a fire? No. Can we call you Ryan? You, you can't <laughs> even tell that it was knocked over. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could call me Ryan if you wanted, but <laughs> I don't know. It might be strange. Do you have a candle flavor for um, me? I, I'm going to say what our house smells like. Okay. The house that we grew up in. I don't know what that smells like, but I can tell when things don't smell like it. Okay. Like Ryan's house, for example. Speaking of Ryan. He didn't start the fire. Um, I think I'm going to go with... I have a couple in my head. But the one I'm going to go with is the, like that cold smell. Like right before oh. it snows. Mm. Or like it's a morning and you're like, it smells like snow. The crispness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really mm. know if that's a smell or a sensation mm. but okay. yeah that's I what i want in a candle i have one a question yeah go for it what's the weirdest record you own because i just found yours <laughs> um the weirdest record i own is probably whatever my quincy jones record is called <laughs> i was gonna go with that one <laughs> thanks uh i think i'm gonna have to expand this out to my family because i don't oh, think i own well. any <laughs> Uh, but we do have a like bright green record um, that is the Muppets Christmas album. Um, mostly because it's a very green record and it's the Muppets. Nice. 
I have a green Charlie Brown. Ooh. I'm jealous of that one. Is yours translucent? Ours was translucent. Yeah, it's translucent. I actually don't know, but I did pull out your Bing Crosby Christmas records. That's Mm. fun. The weirdest... Oh, I do know what the weirdest one you own is. The weirdest one I own is Evan bought me a Miami Dolphins, like, game from the 1970s so I can listen to it on record. I've not done that, Mm. but he bought it for me. So that's weird. (laughs) This is weirder, though. (laughs) So it's not the Bing Crosby Christmas one. I'm actually excited about that one. That one's not weird. But this one is the the weirdest one I have. This one I got in the Summersworth Goodwill. It's called Light Over Yonder by the Lebanon County Youth. Oh Council. yeah, just yeah. A bunch of a bunch of Mennonites singing like one hymns. song. No, they have dozens of songs. Oh okay, you just have the lyrics to one song. Yeah, Light Over Yonder. We definitely. <laughs> We have the lyrics. Have you listened to this? I haven't listened to it. I have a suspicion that my record player is broken, so I need to figure that out. Or, Mom, if you're listening, you can finally get that record player for me for Christmas like you wanted to the other year right after I bought one for myself. Um, I'm going to steal this question from the end of the the album Blonde. What's the most amazing thing you've ever seen? Hobbiton. Hmm. In real life. Okay. That's so many options. I mean, like, what if I'm watching a sporting event or something? Like, if you, like, watch the Miracle on Ice on TV, which wasn't live, I guess. But, like, if you watch that, would that be the most amazing thing that you could? Could you say that? The replay? I mean, you maybe could, but I, I, I wouldn't. Okay, well, I wasn't alive then, so. Okay, okay, so who's got one? I got to think. I mean, I'm going to steal my answer from when I... This is what Zach from Leesburg and I both said. Uh, Grand Geyser. Okay. Mm. Yellowstone? Yep. I'm torn. I think... The glaciers that we hiked in Norway, my family and I, last year, and the fjords were just... There was this green lake that was just out of a fairy tale and absolutely one of the most gorgeous places I've ever been in the world. And and the glaciers ran like this crystal blue, like like the color of um, like Windex almost, but it was natural. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, Canterbury Cathedral was also like really awe-inspiring to be inside. So... But, like, for other, I don't know, different reasons, but also similar. I just, yeah. Right. Totally fair. Um, I, I'm going to go with the Northern Lights in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Um, either that or, like, standing on top on top of one of like the big waterfalls in Iceland where you can like see the waterfall and then you can like see to the black sand beaches and like see to the ocean it was all pretty like Mm -hmm. Adrian I saw a movie recently I saw a clip of a movie I have no idea what it was Uh, but it that that waterfall that's on the cover of your book 
it was in the movie. Yeah. Wait, did Becca answer? Oh, Hobbiton. Yeah, yeah. We're just all of New Zealand. Um, my question is, who or what is your nemesis? Oh, Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> uh, obviously. Who or what is your nemesis? I was actually, I was just talking to Zach from Leesburg about Malcolm Gladwell because I've been, I've been, re- so I, I wanted to, I've been thinking about how much we seem to be living in like Nietzsche's world. Um, and so I wanted to complain about Nietzsche. Uh, and so I, I thought I should read Beyond Good and Evil before I complain about him, which I just picked up from the book sale for 50 cents. It's a Penguin's Classic Edition. It's it's beautiful, but I just spilled wax all over it, so it's waxy now. Very upset about this wax, <laughs> wax problem. We've come full circle. Um, and so anyway, I'm reading this, and I'm like, I kind of like this. Um, I disagree with a lot of it, but it's like, so the reason that Malcolm Gladwell is my nemesis is like the point of what Nietzsche is, is saying is that like the mediocre are holding back the great. And so I, I want Malcolm Gladwell to uh, not hold himself back. That's why he's my nemesis. And so I told Zach from Leesburg, I'm glad I didn't read this when I was more insufferable. Uh, because I could have been even more insufferable. Um, I like to think I'm somewhat more sufferable at this point. Hmm. I think my nemesis is probably being cold. Hmm. Um, when I get I get cold very easily, and then I can't warm up, and it's a problem. And sometimes my hands and fingers will turn yellow. Um, it, don't worry, you haven't no, seen no, it yet. No, no, it's no. Weird. I'm just, I'm just saying. Like uh, now, my mom will know about these things. She's always worried about my fingernails turning purple. It's okay. I have. It's, it's, it's a syndrome called Raynaud's disease, and it's a circulatory issue. And so my body doesn't circulate things super great. Uh, so, do you guys both have circular circulation issues? No. Mom is always just worried that I'm dying because my fingernails turn purple. You definitely are not cold all the no. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, that's probably my biggest nemesis. That or like my cat, if she's decided at 4 a.m. she really wants to eat. And she's figured out that something that gets me to move really fast is I have... Um, I have a framed poem next to my bed, and uh, my cat decides to try to bite the frame. And I, yeah, so then she's my nemesis at 4 a.m. when she's doing that. Nice. I wonder who wrote the poem. Who knows? (laughs) (laughs) Not me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) My nemesis is Tom Brady for obvious Mm. reasons. But mostly it's not even because of football, but because he's just like, no, my nemesis are Tom Brady fans, mm. specifically who are women that know nothing about football, but pretend they know about football, because then they ruin football for girls who know about football. They're my nemesis. If I could just eradicate them oh. from the planet, I wouldn't, but I might send them to Australia. Um, 
what what would you say to people who would say that Tom Brady is the embodiment of the American dream? They're not right. Okay. So, he didn't come from poverty. I feel like the American dream requires you to come from like a place of like relative poverty and then you rise to the top. He was a rich guy from California and he continued to be Yeah, rich, but he so. wasn't any good and then he worked hard and through grit and determination he became the greatest in the world. No, it's called through privilege. What? No, 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 no. You're good enough to play in college, you're still better than like it's not like he came off the streets like Kurt Warner, you know. I don't know. Just saying. Well, I do. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tom Brady. There you go. There you go. The, Amelia reminded me that my nemesis could be being too hot. Oh, <laughs> uh, true. Especially in, in vehicles. vehicles. Yeah. Uh, we should never be in the same so car, fun. Adrian. No. No, I, I. One of the funniest things, and I'm still glad that Alana didn't leave our family, was when like one of the first times Alana was ever going on a trip with us, and I was sleeping in the back of the car because that's what I always do on car rides, and it just got too hot, and so I like woke up, and if there's anything that makes me the most, it's waking up in a car. Like, it's waking up and being ridiculously hot in a car. And so I just, like, wake up in the most grumpiest state I could possibly be in and just shout in my, like, loudest voice because I'm already mm -hmm. loud. It would be easier to sleep outside of the gates of hell than in the back of this car right now. And I'm pretty sure, like, I just, like, scared everyone, especially a lot of in this you, car. You I never was, wanted like, to go. It's not very apologetic. On the early morning Tudor's Biscuit World runs. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to stop and get Tudor's Biscuits. <laughs> I just wanted to sleep some more. Um, so, we're very fortunate that Alana stayed in our family. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, that's probably my nemesis, being too hot in cars. Or just being too hot in general. Um, I overheat very quickly. Very quickly. You're like the heat miser. The heat miser. <laughs> yeah. I like the heat miser. I could ask another question, but what is your, based on the heat miser, <laughs> what is your favorite animated claymation movie i'll even make it any movie but i was thinking christmas movies but then i'm gonna make it any movie ben wyatt's claymation short. Ooh, christmas movies did you know that's in the same episode <laughs> as get on your feet yes. yeah <laughs> it doesn't have to be a christmas movie it could be any i claymation. was thinking that the from from parks and rec and wasn't sure if it would count um uh, does paddington sure count counts. no that's not claymation no it's not claymation, claymation? oh it's cla it's only claymation yeah yeah, claymation. If this was favorite Christmas Claymage. movies, I would have okay. such an answer. Okay, well, what about stop-motion animation? No, no, claymation. What in the world? Okay, so were you going to include Wes Anderson? Yeah, I was going to include Wes Anderson. Are we okay with it? We're, we'll, we'll allow stop Okay, well, then it's Fantastic Mr. Fox. That's a weird movie. But I think they use clay a little bit. I think so. Um, it's one of the materials. But it's not like Wallace and Gromit. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, oh, Chicken Run? That's Chicken Run was scary when I watched it. I, I found the humans to be very terrifying. Um, 
true. I think we had Chicken Run on like recorded off of the television onto a VHS. You know what? You know what might be my favorite Christmas movie is Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree. And if you don't have the Necco wafer, no, 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 the Nilla wafer commercials in the middle of it, I don't want to. I don't want to see it. Your favorite Christmas movie wasn't The Princess Switch. No. <laughs> Nice. Still shocked you watched that. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is in Mr. Willoughby's Christmas Tree. I don't know this movie. He's Mr. Willoughby. How do you know a Christmas movie that I don't know? It's old and bad, and ah. we recorded it on VHS, and there's Chips Ahoy commercials in it. Interesting. It was when Robert Downey Jr. was coming out of his drug addict. I thought ah, it was. Yes. I thought it was before his drug addict stage. How skinny was he? Either if he's way, really he was skinny, it was out of his it. drug addict stage. I have no idea. Um... Maybe it's a, it's a toss-up between the original Rudolph the mm. Red-Nosed Reindeer and Rudolph's New Year's Eve <laughs> extravaganza. I've never seen that. Yeah. That movie is so bad. With the baby. Yeah, it's so bad. Never watch it unless you just want to have a terrible uh, experience. Only watch I think, it. I think my favorite claymation yeah. is probably the original Rudolph. I love the snowman that's singing silver and gold. Mm. Silver and gold. So cute. So good. Yeah. Although, I have not watched it in many, many years. All right. Anybody else have any more What's questions? your favorite non-book or film or TV piece of art? The screen. Hmm. And why? <laughs> okay, I don't have... You can keep thinking. <laughs> Anybody else have one? I'm thinking. Um, I don't know if this is really my favorite, but one that I I I really love is uh, it was a sculpture called the Prodigal Son mm. that we saw when we were at the National Gallery of Canada, and it's like three people hugging, and the Prodigal Son is cut out of the middle of it, and um, we it was interesting. There there was there were several depictions of the Prodigal Son. Um, throughout the gallery, um, and so seeing seeing it depicted throughout the the course of history was really interesting. And, and what I liked about this one is the 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 incompleteness of the family uh, without the prodigal son, but also the the acceptance. Does music count in this? I guess, yeah. Okay, I think... I was trying to exclude music, but I hadn't thought of it. Oh, well, I'm going <laughs> to break the rules here. Um, I think... Like, a, I was in a children's choir for about 10 years growing up, and they, we did this one choral piece called um, Prayer of the Children um, that just has always stayed with me, and... Um, like the, the opening lines are, can you hear the prayer of the children? And it's, um, it's really about sort of the voices of the innocents who are harmed in times of conflict. And it was written for the children during the Balkans war. Um, but it's, it's just one of those songs that sort of can have meaning across time and across contexts. And, um, about 
you know, these, these children crying for, for peace in their broken world and crying out to Jesus. Um, and it's beautiful and haunting and powerful. I don't really know. I thought of this Ansel Adams that is on my wall behind me, which I like because it's black and white and it's of the moon and I love the moon and Becca gave it to me. Aww. I didn't take it though. <laughs> no, it's Ansel Adams. Yeah. I feel like answering why I like the scream is a very, very personal question. Okay, you, don't, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. <laughs> I mean, I, he, it's just great, but I don't know. He's all sad and he's alone, but there's like people around him and it's just like, I don't know. I think it really describes like when there's so much going on in your brain and you're surrounded by people, but you feel so incredibly alone and you don't know what to do. And all you can do is like express yourself that way. Mm -hmm. Plus he just looks ridiculous. It's so good. (laughs) Like that in the Yellow Christ. I'm like, what was this phase of art? Mm. I need more of it. Because <laughs> it's just so mm. weird. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bev and Alka have it in their house. Yeah, because Alka gets it. Yeah. <laughs> the Scream or the Yellow Christ? The Scream. I wish he had the Yellow Christ. It's so good. It's so weird. Which one is it? It's by Austin's favorite artist that he What's his doesn't face? always pronounce Gauguin. Name it's, it's Gauguin, right? <laughs> I'm not French. I say the last three letters of a word. Admittedly, when my mom was saying, come to this exhibit with us, I thought she meant to say penguins. Um, so. By the way, there was a there was just an article in the New York Times about uh, Gauguin. Um, uh, it, it was called, Should is, is it time to cancel him or something? Um, Harsh? Like, stop showing him in galleries. Or his work in galleries. Uh, so anyway, I thought it was interesting. Along with seeing his his gallery in uh, whenever we saw that. When did we see that? It was late August. We were oh, it was Labor Day. Mm, yes. Because nothing go to ikea nothing is open in <laughs> canada on labor day they don't have sales and it's not a massive commercial holiday what was your favorite cup of coffee that you ever had if you don't drink coffee what was your favorite cup of hot beverage that you've ever had well i have an answer for this always my my favorite cup of hot beverage was um a oat milk based chai latte that mm. I would get at this cafe bakery in London. Um, and it, it had many locations across London, but only existed in London. It was called Gale's Bakery and it was fantastic. Their oat milk chai latte tasted like an oatmeal cookie, but it was a drink. And it's so far away. It's so very sad that I cannot have it in my life on a daily basis. <laughs> That's coffee. That's tea. Wait, what is... Chai is tea. It's black tea with like... Wait, but latte... Latte just means... You say, yeah, milk. it's just that you add milk. Wait, so... why don't we say like cafe latte then? That is a thing. 
and that is called that is the latte that you drink. Why don't we say that? Because we make it shorter. Yeah. <laughs> you could order it like that. They'll still know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I think that that is how we had to order those lattes when we were in Italy. When I was in Italy. Is you had to ask for a cafe latte. Wait, so is, would just a normal latte just be like a steamer then? No, people still would assume that you want coffee in it. Yeah, but like... It's the, it's that's become, what it should be, the though. The terms have become ubiquitous. Uh, I hate that, though. <laughs> but no, a, a chai latte... <sighs> A chai latte does not have coffee in it unless it's a dirty chai latte, which means it has a shot yeah, of espresso in it. It has a shot of espresso. Which mm. I have had, but only in my most dire mornings of grad school when I needed coffee. Uh, my favorite cup of coffee is the Vietnamese coffee mm. that we had. Uh, I, I had my second cup of it the same day I saw... Gao Gang. Yeah. And the first one, probably, the first time we were at the National Gallery and I saw the Prodigal Sun. Full circle, folks. Do you know yours? Yeah, there was coffee in New Zealand that Abby and I got that was, like, fantastic. Don't ask me where it was. We were there for three weeks, and we drove in the car all the time. It was all blur. Is there, like, a unique way of brewing it to New Zealand? No, it was just a cafe latte, mm. I was say. <laughs> but it was really, really good. The cup of Kenyan coffee that Ian made for me the other day at flight was very good. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but the best, I don't know if it's the best either. I was in Columbus a couple years ago. And went to some cafe, and it was very good. Mm. It was a very good cup of coffee. I don't remember what the cafe was called anymore. Disco? Uh, but it was good, good, good coffee. Um, well, we should close, I guess. Yeah, I was about to ask if you were ready for some recommendations. Yeah, well, uh, we, we mentioned that we were going to give reasons for ending the podcast. I, I mean, I think that... The most pressing reason is that we just have different things to do with our lives now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know. That's yeah. I think that yeah, we now have other things that we are putting our time into, and even if it's not a, I mean, it's an hour podcast or whatever, but it still takes some time. Um to put into as well as just other things that feel like God has for us right now. So, um, and as this episode is showing, we both are getting married. So that's on the horizon. So, yep. Um, so I don't know if I really recommend beyond good and evil, but I would say before you, complain or valorize Nietzsche I think you should read it okay oh I also read a bunch of short stories by um, I think her name is Silvana Ocampo she is an Argentinian 
short story author. She's friends with Borges. Uh, they're weird, but I like them a lot. They they they're really like my jam for short stories. There's lots of doubling and weird murder suicides and religious overtones. It's really my my sweet spot for books. Uh which is strange. Amelia, do you have anything? Um, I was thinking about that. I something that um I really enjoyed this week. Um one of my coworkers and I had to drive to Burlington for a meeting and we were in the car and we were listening to the radio and then the radio got depressing and we were both getting annoyed at it so we needed to find something to counteract the depressing things we were hearing on the radio um and so i turned on because it was snowing it was gorgeous and it's almost december um i resorted to christmas music but in particular the christmas albums done by the um group she and him which um is the group put together by actress Zoe Deschanel, and it definitely has sort of like an old-timey Christmas song vibe um, that was really nice and got both of us in the holiday spirit and lifted our spirits. So if you're looking for something um, that feels like classic Christmas um, in the coming weeks, I highly recommend um, She and Him's two Christmas albums. Her mom... Is in Twin Peaks. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can tell because she's got those same piercing eyes that the Deschanel sisters have. Are they piercing or like They're just vacant? really, really bright. They're really light and bright. And then they have dark hair and you're just like, what is going on? Mm. Yep. Becca, what do you got? Um, My recommendation, I have two. Um, No, I yeah, I do have two. Um, my first recommendation is Know My Name by Chanel Miller. Um, she's the girl that was uh, raped by mm, Brock Turner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, don't read it if that's going to be um, like triggering or hard. But um, if it's not and you can get through it, I would really recommend it because she's an incredible writer. And I think it's important to like understand what it's like to go through that experience like with the judicial system. Mm and understand how that whole process works because I think from the outside it looks pretty straightforward but it's not at all um and then I'm also currently reading well I finished Pride and Prejudice again (laughs) today but that's just the best so Mm. it's always a recommendation but um The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry by John Mark Comer is a really good book and it's all about how we need to stop doing so much and get back to things like silence and solitude with God so it's been really, really good. Mm-hmm. But I'm only like three chapters in, so. That's fair. You're allowed to recommend things you're only three chapters in. Mine is actually a good segue into that and kind of recommending silent, Silence and Solitude. I may have recommended this last week. I don't remember. Almost. But anyway, sometime, almost. Sometime, sometime this past week at work, I was just like, I am just done. 
and was like, I can't focus on work. I can't do anything right now. So I was like, I'm just going to go hide up in the conference room somewhere where nobody can find me and just sit there and like listen. I listened to um, Shane and Shane's Hymns Volume 1, which I do recommend that as well. But um, just listened to that and just kind of sat and prayed and just was like, I'm going to remove myself and just refocus. So kind of along those similar lines of just it wasn't really silence but solitude and refocusing and saying you know what it's okay to take 15 minutes out of your work day and and recenter and refocus so that's my recommendation for this week i have been recommending that for the entire length of this podcast i will i i i just to get that Put that in. Some of us are better than others at that, so <laughs> it might come more naturally to you than it does mm. to me. I mean, I mean that's I mean, true. Mm-hmm. All right, that's all I have. You guys have anything else? Um, I did, but I forget what it was. It's probably really important. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I I think that if you're sad that the podcast is ending, you're in luck because most likely you have direct contact to either Austin or I. <laughs> so if you're feeling like you miss us, just send us a text or an email. You know what? I still probably have the email to this podcast linked to my, my email. So you could probably just send an email to that and I'd still get mm. it anyways mm-hmm. too. So. Or Take you could visit my website, boundaryeffects.com. I guess I was well. I was trying to wink, um, but it, I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know if my video is in real time for you because yours is like seven seven minutes behind. Just just go with it. Um, but I, it's 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 hard to wink through the camera when you don't know that uh, the other person is seeing that. I wanted to say that I really enjoyed listening to you guys every week. Um, I think, I think Austin told me about this podcast on like our second date and it was like the most amazing news I'd ever heard. Um, but it was nice cause it gave me a chance to sort of see into Austin's world a little bit more and to get to know, um, both Adrian and then Becca via Adrian via the podcast. Um, but I really appreciated the chance to be able to do that and, um, yeah, it definitely made it made you guys part of my week in a way that I wouldn't have had the opportunity beforehand. So I appreciated that. Well, until I'll see you in another life, brother. Austin had to get one last loss yeah. reference in there. It's been a while, but he yeah. made it. He made it back. But yeah, until we see you in person, because guess what? You can still see people in person. True. All right. Uh, enjoy your week. Enjoy your week.